Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Chavdalad if we get to it. In Masechus Gittin, because we are at the very top of Chav Gimel Ahmed Bez. We got very carried away with the Lamdas of our mayor, Rabbi Lazar. I apologize for that. We said, don't look inside yet. I'm going to get to Chav Gimel Ahmed Bez in a second. The question was, Eved Mahushiyasa Shaliach. Okay? They asked from Ami, can an Eved become a Shaliach to get, a, get from the, right, for the wife? To receive a get from her husband. So Rav Ami, when he was asked the question, he said, well, our Mishnah said that an Ovid Kachavim, if you might recall, can't be a Shliach for the, to, to receive the get, Mikhail the Evid Kasher, as we arrive at the top of Gimel Ovid Beis. That implies, by implication, that an Evid can be a Shliach, right, uh, qualified for the, to deliver the get. Well, Amar Ravasi, Amar Yochanan, so that's Rav Ami, but wherever there's Rami, there's Ravasi. Ravasi said, well, wait a minute. The great Roshiva Rabbi Yochanan said, We have a straight-up concept that an Evid cannot be a Shliach to, to receive the get. As the uh, concept goes, as the Gemara continues to say, Because after all, and of course this is going to get into the very underpinnings of the idea of Shlichus, and Evid is not Bataras Gittin Vikidushin, right? He's not, he doesn't have, as we will see, we'll talk about in Vodim, we're about to finish the second parak, God willing, and then we'll have the third parak, and by the time we get to the fourth parak, we'll be all about a Vodim. But the bottom line is that they don't have the normal marital laws, as we will see. And therefore, right, they, they cannot be Shlichim, because in order to be a Shaliach, you have to be in the Parsha, as it were, right? You have to, those, those laws have to apply to you because if a shliach, shaladim kamoso, if the shliach is going to be, I mean, and now we're really oversimplifying the deep, right, lumdus, the deep abstract concepts they're in because we're so far behind. But we're going to get, not only because of that, also because we're going to get to these concepts, but just on the, right, uh, on the surface, the idea is that in order to qualify to be an extension of somebody else, which is what a shliach is, you have to actually have relevance, right, to, the, to that actual uh, mission. And these Avadim don't have any relevance to the mission of Gittin and Kiddushin, therefore they should not be allowed to be Shlichim for that. So now, the question is, Matzkifla Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar said, wait a minute, time of Emilsa de Leise, of Emilsa de Ise, Karsher. Okay, so wait a minute. So what you're saying is, is that the reason why Rabbi Yochanan does not want a slave to be able to be a Shaliach is because he can only be a Shaliach Emilsa de Ise, right? The things that matter to him, where he has some sort of legal standing. As Rashi says, Bemilsa de Isay, Rashi, uh, you know, right towards the top of Chakim al could go on Truma. What's Truma? Well, as Rashi explains, Asr la Evid la right? So if you have, uh, an, if, uh, if a Jew has an Evid, a Jew cannot eat Tevel, right? They have to take off Truma and Trumas and Maestros. Well, their Evid, he can't feed the Tevel to their Avadim. The Eved can't eat Tevel either. Okay. Well, would that mean that an Eved could be a Shliach of that Jew in, to separate off Trumas and Maestros? Is that what it means? So, let's see. So, so Milsad Isa Kasher, right? So, in those areas, you should be Kasher, right? In the areas to be a Shliach, to do it. In the areas of uh, the Gitan and Kiddush, the Eved should not be Kasher. Says the Gemara. The Ovid Kacham the Hakusi, the Isna Bataras Trumas and Afshayu. And, but we see, Right, in the case of a, right, in the case of an Ovakachavim and also obviously the Kuthim, or we already talked about it, them and Dafyud, they were the disingenuous, uh, converts that for certain things had the halacha of, they were, their 
that's really a machlokas, whether the conversion is considered conversion at all. They converted because they called the Geri Arias. They thought that life was better as a Jew because there was some sort of curse where lions were eating everyone else. So that's not a sincere conversion. So according to, there was a machlokas, whether they were considered converts at all. Well, anyway, in certain areas, yes, mostly no. So assuming that they were the same status as Ovdei Kuchavim, the Kusim, says the Gemara, the Isnu Betaras Shumad but they still, amazingly, despite not being Jewish, they do have a legal standing with regards to Truma. Why? How is that so? The Tanan, because we learn in the Mishnah in Trumos, in the third parak, That is an unbelievable, astonishing idea. Rashi explains that if a non-Jew, can a non-Jew, wait a minute, Mitzvah Satsulis Baritz, right? Trumas and Maisris. What does it mean, Shatarma Shalhem Trumas and Truma? Says Rashi, Vasur Lazarim. Yeah. If a non-Jew takes their own stuff and says, you know what, I'm separating this out for the Jewish Kohanim, right? A non-Kohen Jew would not be able to eat it. Says the Gemara, Asur Lazarim to eat, right? Because, why? The Savar Ein Kinyan Laovid Kohavim Beeretz Yisrael, Lafkiyam Kedushas Maiser. The Hektesh Haovid Kohavim Hektesh. This is astonishing. That the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is so strong that you can't just because um, a Gentile bought a plot of land doesn't mean that the kedusha is compromised. It still exists so much so that if said Gentile that bought the plot of land in Eretz Yisrael took off trumas and maestros, only the kohen would be able to eat it. That's something you learned something new today. Okay, so fine. So kudusha b'shalem trumas and truma. Okay, so that we say is true. Muslim true. So, so clearly, uh, they are in the status of being, all right, they're in the status of Truma. And yet, Utnan, and we learn in the very first mission in Trumas, the Alephes of Trumas, that in Ovakachamim, Shatarim Shal Israel, Afilu Birshus, ain't Trumas of Truma. We see here that in Ovakachamim, if he does the Truma on behalf of the Israel, Birshus, Rashi explains is that he's made a Shliach, his Truma does not work, right? So wait a minute. So my time, why shouldn't it work? Love Mishum Dachsiv is not because it says Atem, right? When it says in the, in the Pasuk, right? Ken Trimu Gam Atem Trumas Hashem, when it talks about the mitzvah of taking Truma off, it says Gam Atem, Ma Atem Yisrael, Afshluchachem Yisrael. The Pasuk says, right, that you, for separating Truma, also that, that the Shaliach also has to be Jewish. In other words, it is, it's not necessarily a get issue, it's a general shlich, I'm sorry, that when it comes to truma, but it has to be uh, a Jew, and that's a gezeris akasav. That's the Pasuk telling you that. So the question then is, how could Yochanan say, right, that the reason why an Evid can't be uh, receiving a get is because he's not in the Parsha of get. Here we see, right, that a that a, an Eved absolutely cannot be a Shliach, right? Because the idea of Shlichus applies only to Jews. This is a generalized Shlichus issue. Okay, so again, why do we bring in Truma? To show you that, that, Jew, that, that in order to be a Shliach, you have to be a Jew. That's the bottom line. Okay, well, if in order to be a shliach, you have to be a Jew, what does it have to do with you're in the Parsha, you're out of the Parsha? We see that actually the non-Jews are in the Parsha of Truma. If they separated their own truma, their tr- that only a coin would be able to eat it, and yet they can't be shlichim for it. 
So similarly, right, so that's the reason why uh, an Evid really should never be able to be a shliach to be, to be a makabal get isha miyad bala, but not because lafisha ain't a betaris, uh, Gittin vikidushin, because we see the non-Jews are betaras truma, and they also still can't be shlichim. So we see that there's a categorical thing that only Jews could be shlichim. So, however, Amr Dveyanai, and Rebbeyanai's yeshiva, they said, lo, ma'atem bnei bris, afshluchachem bnei bris. But that's not the source. The way that you interpret it is like this. I mean, the source doesn't mean necessarily, right, that Evet Kochavim can't be shlichim because he's not Jewish, and Evakochavim can't be Jewish because Bnei Bris literally means bris. A bris mila. Rashi. Mehulim. Ubo bebris mitzvos. Mahul means person that has bris mila. What does that mean? Says Rashi. Avshulchachem Bnei Bris. Lafuke ovid kochavim. Aval evid ben bris. Well, that's, a, that's the truth. Because an evid kanani has to be circumcised. If an evid kanani has to be circumcised, so then he is qualified as a shliach. That pasuk says, Ma atem bnei bris. Right again. What's the pasuk? The pasuk says, Ma atem, gam atem, ma atem Yisrael. So the question is, when it says gam atem, does it mean that a non-Jew cannot be a shliach? Or does it mean anybody who's not circumcised cannot be shliach? If you're saying that anybody who's not circumcised can't be shliach, so then the evidence is back in play. And that's why we would have a conversation about whether an evid can be a shliach or not. Because an evid is a little bit of a hybrid. He's living in the home of the Jew. He's circumcised, and therefore maybe he could be shliach. So 15 lines down, on Chavkimah Bez. We have a related statement of Rabbi Yochanan. That's certainly related indeed. An Evid can't be a shliach to receive the get. Very similar idea, right? To, for, to receive the get on behalf of the woman because he's not Taurus Gitten Kiddushin. Even though there's a brisa, a brisa that teaches you a fascinating thing. With regards to shichar of an Evid, let's say a man has a shifcha. Again, this is not a very PC idea, but let's just get past that. You have a, a Jewish man who has a shifcha uh, kananis, right? And he says to her, I'm free, and she's pregnant, okay? So he says, okay, here's your shifcha, right? And he says like this, you know what? I'm going to be meshachrer your fetus, okay? I'm freeing your fetus. Your free, fetus is free to go. But you, I'm not letting you go. I, I, I can't let you out of my sight. You're going to stay in my shifcha. Your child will be free. And here's the shtar shikhar. Uh, accept it on behalf of your unborn child, says the, says the brisa. That if the woman is indeed pregnant, she can, in fact, be zocher the shtar shikhar on behalf of her fetus, on behalf of her unborn child. Okay? So we see that, in fact, an, an Eved can be shliach to get a get shichur from, right? Because what ends up happening, in effect, is that the pregnant shifcha is a shliach for an unborn fetus, okay? So that's, the, that's an exceptional case. Says the Gemara, Wait, how can you compare this? So what, what are we trying to say? We say, <laughs> The Bryce says, Despite the fact that a shifcha can, in fact, receive a get shifcha on behalf of her unborn child, uh, actual eved can't receive a get shifcha on behalf of a, of a woman. Says the Gemara, what's, what's the comparison? A, a, a mother, a shifcha who's pregnant, receiving the get on behalf of her unborn child is a totally different thing. 
Because after all, as the Gemara continues to say, Kiyasar Shmuel by Yehuda, Amar Rav, Yochanan Tartiam, Amar, Rav Yochanan Tartiam, Amar. When Shmuel Bar Yehuda came from Eretz Yisrael, everybody wants to know what the great Rashiva of Eretz Yisrael, Yochanan, says. He says he said two separate halachas right over here. Right? You have near and Dvarim Shah Evan Mikabal get the Chavero as follows. I could see near in Dvarim. It seems correct to me that an Eved should be able to receive, right, a get Shikhar from his fellow slave. In other words, and Miyad Rabba Shel Chavero, also from the hand of his fellow slave's master. Right, again. Avalo Miyad Rabba Shelo, as Rashi explains. What's, the, what's this first idea? The first idea is like this. In order to have a freeing of a slave, right, so uh, uh, it's an interesting thing. Yad Evid is Kiyad Rabo, right? Now, a, uh, a master, when he's freeing a slave, right, has to actually give him, right, give him the, the star, right? So now, the question is, Rabo Shalo, the hand of his own master on behalf of another slave, right, owned by the same master won't really help because then it's never leaving his domain, right? So that's why you can, in fact, the slave can legally receive a get shikhar from another, from a, a fellow slave's, you know, master, right? As long as he's not his master. But his own master on behalf of another slave, right, owed, owned by the same master is not going to work because it's never actually leaving his, it's never actually leaving his hand. Meaning, you can't give a get shikhar to yourself. There has to be a transfer, right? And here, there is no transfer because it's as if you're, it's as if you're receiving it, right, on behalf, that's what Rashi's saying. He says, again, Rashi says, im shneim shel ish echad, the yad evid ki yad rabo, right? So, if he's, if an evid is handing it over, he has, let's say, two slaves, and he's giving it to one of the two slaves, not the one that he's being Meshachar, then it's like he's giving it to himself. He's not actually giving, right? The, the Evid is an extension of himself, right? So, so of course that, you know, of course that's not true if he's giving to the actual Evid that he's, that he's freeing, right? That's the way it's supposed to be, a master handing it to his own Evid that he's freeing, that's fine. But to his other Evid that he's not freeing, to, for him to be the shliach, that doesn't work because that's like handing it to himself. That's the point, okay? That's the one case that doesn't work. Now, so that was the first idea, okay? And if a person will whisper in your ear, Andrew, with the following, with a difficulty, saying, and if somebody were to tell you, listen, I already learned this, hey, I already know that. Because we already had the idea of the woman accepting the get on behalf of her unborn child. So, Emerlo, what would you say? We already had two Gedolayadar explaining this. From Zayr of Shemuel Bar Yitzchak, they both explain. One of them says, Whose halacha is this? Rebbe. It's Rebbe who says, So, what we're about to explain is why the idea of Uber Zachtalo is an outlier. In other words, right? We say, Okay, we're saying that despite the fact that we know that a woman can accept a get, right, a shifcha can accept a get on behalf of her unborn child, still an evid can't become a shliach l'kabal get isha miyad bala. And now we're getting to the punchline, which is that in this ruling that we learned over here, we're actually saying that it's the reasons, the two reasons why a shifcha receiving a get on behalf of her unborn 
born child are a total outlier and have no right relevance or, because they're so different from the idea of accepting a get. How so? Because first of all, one, because So because why does a shivcha accept a get on behalf of our unborn child? Because there's a concept, and we will get the chatzi of it, chatzi mechorn, sure enough. But the uh, concept is that if a person frees half of his slave, a slave can inquire that half for himself. So now we're getting really, really splitting the atom here and getting really lumdus, and we're not going to get bogged down. But the point is that there is such a thing as a chatzi evid, chatzi ben choren. That is a very complicated case that we're going to talk about the nuances and the subtleties therein. But the bottom line is that you can, in fact, free half a slave. Let's say you have two owners and one of the, uh, uh, the joint ownership of a, of a slave and one of the owners frees their half Okay, so now the slave all of a sudden is like kind of half owned by one guy, but half freed uh, from another perspective. When that freed portion of that slave, so to speak, can in fact be Kona, right? Can in fact receive his shikhar. Okay, so that's one thing. So, so perhaps you would treat the shifcha and her unborn child as a half and half kind of slave. And therefore, it is for that reason that she can accept it. That's one possibility. Or my time of the Rebbe, Baha Kasavir Uber Yerach Imahu. Uh, another possibility is you might say that the fetus is like the thigh of its mother. And then in that context, the master is like a person who is actually bimakning her what? Not her whole self, but one of her limbs. Either way, by accepting on behalf of her fetus, the shechifa is actually receiving it for a part of herself, not for another slave. And therefore, even though for another slave who's in the same sort of, uh, uh, under the same ownership, you cannot receive it, a shifcha can in fact receive it on behalf of her fetus, and therefore it is, it poses, right, it is no surprise that Rabbi Yochanan, right, uh, who holds that a slave can't receive on behalf, right, uh, on behalf of another slave, that still poses no surprise that a shifcha can in fact receive on behalf of her unborn child, and therefore that is the Difference between slave receiving on behalf of another slave and a woman, a shifcha, receiving on behalf of her unborn child. A woman receiving on behalf of her unborn child is certainly okay. Uh, a slave receiving uh, from a slave from the same master, it's not going to work. And the slave being a shliach, lekabel get on behalf of his, uh, on behalf, right, of a woman is also not going to work. The only one of those cases that works is a shifcha receiving a get, uh, receiving a get shifcha on behalf of her unborn child. So now we're on the Mishnah, uh, towards the bottom of Chavkin on the base and says, Af We've already mentioned this, that there are certain women who are assumed to have an agenda against, uh, other women. And therefore, for that reason, we've already learned in Yavamus, they're not believed to say, right, that, uh, your husband died. Why are they not believed to say this? That your husband died. We learned this on Daf Pei Zayin Amud Beis in Yevamos, because these, those women are trying to ruin the other woman's life, right? Like her, like her mother-in-law. Let's say. Uh, so if you if you, if the mother-in-law says, "Oh yeah, he he died," they are gonna make. We have to suspect this is awful. We suspect that they made it up because they wanted to remarry. And then they can never have anything to do with their son again, right? So let's say you have the evil monster-in-law. She wants her, her son went on a business trip. She wants to get rid of her 
daughter-in-law because they're at odds, okay? And therefore, she says, no, your husband's not coming back, meaning her own son. And then the woman's like, oh dear, she cries. She says, Shiva, she goes and gets remarried. Sure enough, the guy was fine. He comes back on a business trip. Uh-oh, now this poor woman's life is ruined. She was an Asian-ish the whole time, right? She, she has to leave her current husband. She can no longer go back to her former husband, the son of this uh, horrible woman. So, right, so this is a, something that we have a suspicion and we therefore don't believe these women that have an inborn beef with each other to say that the, that the, that the husband died. And yet, the Chiddush is, that's a Yavamas halacha. But when it comes to Gitin, they are believed. Let's see that inside in the Mishnah. It says, Even the women that are not believed to say that the husband died in the context of Yavamas Pezayin, they could still say, here's your get. That's astonishing. What are the, what's the case of the women that have internal beef? Chamosa, right? So either the mother-in-law, Vas Chamosa, the mother-in-law has a daughter from another marriage, with Sarasa, well, that's why she's called it Sarah, a co-wife. The co-wives are always out for each other to, to uh, ruin each other's lives. Vivimta, right? The one that would be the potential Yavama, Uvas Bala, okay? She has uh, the, the daughter that the husband brought in from a different marriage. So all these women have internal attention. Uh, you can feel it in the room, Andrew. So the question is, why are they believed for a get and not believed for death? Says that's the Mishnah. My main get the Misa. Why would death you'd not be believed? In case of get you are believed, says the Mishnah, an unbelievable Lamdish bomb, Shaksav Mochiach. The Gemara is going to explain what this means. But the difference is when you say the guy died, there is no contract, right? There is no document to indicate as such. But when you say the, there's a get somehow the existence of this star document is going to put it over the threshold and allow it. We'll see. Okay. Then the Gemara points, then the Mishnah continues to say, We'll, we'll get into this, um, uh, deeply into this. A wife herself can bring her own get as long as she says, we're going to see. I mean, obviously, this is going to have to be only chutzlars, right? Okay, so let's see. This is the Gemara. Well, our Mishnah says that, they're, that the women are not believed to say, these women, right, these horrible uh, women with tension are not believed to say that the husband died, but, but they are believed to say to bring the get. But there's a price that says that they're also not believed to bring the get. So Amar of Yosef, lo kasher. Yosef, that's not... The right? In Eretz Yisrael, right, they are believed. In Chutz Laaretz, they're not believed. Is that what it means? It doesn't say. Rabbi Yosef says one case is in Chutz Laaretz, one case in Eretz Yisrael. You could see it both ways, as the Gemara says. But Eretz, let's say the first way. In Eretz Yisrael, the lava, Adibur, Chinon, we don't rely on her, right? So Mehemna, it sounds like she has a higher level of trust, and she doesn't have to. Right, we assume that's not forged, and therefore that's okay. However, but we have to rely on the fighting and therefore, because we have to rely on these women, because these women have already uh, known because of their relationship to this woman to be totally unreliable. So, there, anything they say is could be is to be dismissed, and their is going to be dismissed, and therefore, get in chutzlarts will not work if they bring it from chutzlarts. It will not work because we we say yeah right we don't believe you for anything. However, if they bring it in eretz Yisrael, we will believe them. That is lo and therefore right so. 
So that's one way of looking at it, that we'll only believe these hostile women if they bring it from Eretz Yisrael, because it is there that there's an implicit belief, and therefore we will. However, Amalei Abaye, that was Rabbi Yosef. Rabaye says it the other way. Ad Rabba, on the contrary, I could give you the opposite, because Bar, it's the Yossi Baal Me'ar, because in Eretz Yisrael, where if the Baal contests the get, we will actually listen to him. Right, so again, what's the... What's the irony? The irony is like this, that when a get comes from Chutzlar, it's they have to say, B'fani nechtam, b'fani nechtam. and as we've already learned on the very first page of Gittin, an unbelievable Kiddush, that once you say, b'fani nechtam, b'fani nechtam, you, what are you doing? You're actually verifying the get. You're like, right, you're like a notary or such. So once you verify the get, even the Baal can't contest the get. So this is the sort of like counterintuitive idea that Abai is saying, which is that if the get is coming from Chutzlar, it's a, it, it is perforce, being put in a situation where it has to be verified. Once it has to be verified, so then that is the case where we're going to believe it no matter what. So again, so Ba'aretz, the Yasibal Marmash Kachinabah, whereas in Eretz Yisrael, we don't have to say, that makes the get a little bit more vulnerable, because if the husband was going to contest it, we actually believe him. And there it's possible to say an unbelievable thing that why did the women. Uh, tell her why are they bringing this get because they're messing with her they know that the Baal is going to come and have to get involved because there never was a get and therefore he's going to have to be Mikhail get everything's going to be a big giant mess and they're doing it on purpose and therefore Loma Hemna in that case we don't believe it however Chutzlarts if, uh, if they bring a get from Chutzlarts they're saying then they're not going to be bothered to start up with them, why? Because when you say we don't actually even listen to the Baal if he comes, as Rashi explains, right? Because after all, we, we're going to throw him out because we've already, what? We've already verified the, the, the get. That's the last Rashi in Chavkimel base, right? Right, in other words, once you say there's, we're no longer concerned that the husband's going to be our heir because we're not even going to believe him. That's the whole reason we're saying because we don't know that we'll be able to access, let's say, the Edom afterwards. And, and we can't take that chance that the Baal is going to contest the get. So we have to say, once you say that, no, you can't, you can never undo that. The get's going to be fine. And therefore, Mehemna. And that's why even a hostel will be believed fine. So now we say, Tanya could say that. Baye, right? But we do have a Bryce that supports Abaye's idea. Okay? This, this idea that we just said now, that it's actually when they're coming from Chutzla Aretz, where we're Mehemna. How so? Because that a woman is believed to give her own get from the Kavachom. What's the Kavachom? Just like women who we said, these hostile women, they're not believed to say that the husband died in Yavamas. But here in our case, they are believed to bring the get. The woman who believed on her own self to say that the husband died and therefore I should be allowed to remarry, she should be believed to say that she brought the get as we finally arrived. Shabbata. And from the place, right, once you say the case of the hostile women, if you're going to derive a kavachom for there, so you see that in this price that we see, that we assume that these hostile women have to say, well, guess what? That would only be true if they're bringing it from Eretz Yisrael. 
And yet we, and we see, uh, from Chutzlarts, rather, right? That would only be true if they're bringing from Chutzlarts, because that's the only case, right? As we know, from Gittin, Bez, and Bez, the first staff in Gittin, we say that only a get from Chutzlarts needs the fun enough to find enough them. Therefore, and what does this price say? That they're believed in that context. So that sounds like a buy That they are, in fact, believed when they bring it from Chutzlarts. And therefore, it must be that the get's coming from Chutzlarts, and that sounds like a buy And therefore, it is more likely that the women, so the case where the hostile women are believed are when the get is coming from Chutzlarts. Because they're saying, and therefore the get is good, and even and they would not do so in order to just mess with her because now the get is legit. Okay, another support that is even if you look at our very Mishnah, you'll see that it's actually uh, very consistent because the Mishnah says what? That a woman herself can bring her get. As long as she says, that's the last clause of our Mishnah. Right? That sounds like what? The woman is bringing it from, obviously, Chutzlaretz, right? So, so obviously, the, all the cases in our Mishnah must be referring to cases where the get is actually originating from Chutzlaretz. So the Gemara asks, however, you know, this poses a problem for Rabbi Yosef. The only way you can understand Rabbi Yosef is if the get's coming from Eretz Yisrael. That makes the Mishnah inconsistent for Rabbi Yosef because some of the cases according to Rabbi Yosef are where the get is originating from Eretz Yisrael and some are they originating from Chutzlar. So it's Gemara in. Yeah, the, he's going to have to be consistent in that regard because the ratio of Chutzlar is Mitzvah Sabarts. The first, right, our Mishnah has three cases. So the first and the last will be when it's coming from Chutzlar because there you're saying and the middle one is when it's originating in Eretz Yisrael. That's really inconsistent. So it's Gemara, me my. Why would he, why would Rabbi Yosef hold that? Because if you look at the actual words, you can you can read it into the world words. Because when it says ma we say That's what it says at the end. It says that the ksav is mochiach, Since the Mishnah says that the actual get is mochiach, which we're going to get into, and it doesn't say that the get on and the declaration of funny nechtav, that's what ksavapeh means. That it doesn't say that it's the get and the declaration of funny nechtav, funny nechtav is mochiach. Therefore, since it says it's just the ksav, so there must be a case in the Mishnah, says Rabbi Yosef, where it's only the ksav without the funny nechtav, funny nechtav. So therefore, he can say that it's actually consistent. It's a subtle allusion in the Mishnah to the fact that one of the cases is not originating from Chutzlaretz because there's no feh. One of the cases is one that is originating in Eretz Israel. So now, let's handle this from the two dots in earnest. She can bring a get, right, from Chutzlaretz and get divorced in Eretz Yisrael at a Bezdin over there. So it says the Gemara, right, she's already divorced, asks the Gemara. What is the Chiddush here? In other words, what's the case? A woman's bringing a get. She's not, what is she, a Shaliach? She has her, she got divorced in Chutzlaretz. So what is she doing in Bezdin in Eretz Yisrael? She's a divorced woman, right? She's bringing her get. That means she already received the get. That means she's already divorced. That's a gemara, igarshula. Right? By the time she gets to this bezdin, she's already been divorced. So what is she bringing into the bezdin for? So the gemara, Ravuna, but Omer, lot is garshi floni. Maybe it's a unique case where the husband says, you know what? Here's your get, but you're not technically going to be divorced until you bring it to the bezdin in Eretz Yisrael. That's when the get is going to be chal. So the gemara, well, sof sof kimatya hasam igarshiba. Says, yeah, but. The mechanism is he, there is like a tnai. She's not a shaliach of the get, right? In other words, who needs to say b'fonei nechta, b'fonei nechta? A shaliach, right? Has to say b'fonei nechta, b'fonei nechta. This is not a shaliach. This is a woman who received the get 
And the mechanism is that there's a tenai on the get that she has to bring at the Bezdin, but she's not a shaliach of the get. She already received the get. Once she fulfills the tenai of bringing it to Bezdin, retroactively, it is her get and she's divorced. So still she doesn't have to say fanechta, So what would be the case? That, that's what we're searching for. What would be the case a woman would have to say that? Crazy case. Unusual case. She says, there you're going to be a as, as Rashi explains, that when you get to Eretz Yisrael, put it on the ground, be your own shliach, and then grab it back into your possession. Says the Gemara, really? That sounds very much like the case that we're going to be learning, where a husband says, take the, take, uh, pick it up off the ground. Pick up your own get off the ground. And we know, we already, we're going to be learning that you need the nasan biyada. He has to give it in her hand. He can't just put it on the ground and say, Come fetch doggy. Like, that doesn't work, right? We'll see that in Ayin Ches. But the point is, you know, we're trying to explain that that's the case of the shliach, where the woman becomes her own shliach of the get in Eretz Yisrael. That doesn't work, this idea of put it on the ground, pick it up. So, uh, the bottom line is, we're going to be, we're, we're having uh, six possible suggestions. Only the last two are going to make any sense. So, the, that, the suggestion of putting it on the ground doesn't make sense either. The Tanai doesn't make any sense. So what's the case? It says maybe he's saying you should be your own shliach till you get there. You'll convert into a shliach lekabala and accept the get from yourself when you get there. Says the Gemara that doesn't work either. Right? In other words, as the as the Rashi says, there's a little bit of a lambdas here, right? That means that. It's not a shliach. This is a this is a real lumdus. The the point is, Rashi explains the the rationale is that when you have a shliach, the only way shliach works, I'll say it outside, is after he's done his the master's bidding, so to speak, the person who sent him's bidding, he can return to the person who sent him and say, "I have done my task, master." You know what I mean? I've done. I've I fulfilled the task. Well. That's what it means. Well, if you're telling a woman to, that you're going to be the shliach laholacha and then you're going to be your own shliach Kabbalah, the task isn't complete at the moment that the woman finished her shlichas laholacha. Because, in other words, by the time she hands it to herself, she's converting into a different kind of shliach and she's still beholden to the original task and therefore she can never return in other words, it's not a clean break. There's no point where she can return and say, I have done my shlichos lahalacha, and yet the shlichos lahalacha hasn't happened. So in other words, it's another, it's a very subtle, abstract, lumdus way of saying that a woman can't take on both roles, right? She needs to have only one clean task, like they say, like malachim, right? Uh, that go up and down on the ladder. You can only have one role, and then, and then you're done. So the Amr the case must be that he said like this. Until you get there, it's Israel, you're shliach lalacha, v'chimat itasam, shavi shliach lakabala. Make another person a shliach lakabala. Go, go find yourself a shliach lakabala. Maybe that's the case. So the Gemara, anich lamandamar, you show us a shliach lakabala gita. Yeah. That's only gonna work. This is the machlokis and dafsaf, some gimel. That some say that a woman can appoint a shliach to receive her get, miat shliach bala. From, in other words, the question is like this. A woman can, everyone agrees, can receive a get from her husband and send the shliach to receive a get from her husband. The question is, if her husband sends a shliach, can a woman send a shliach to receive a get from that shliach? That might be too far a bridge to cross. We'll see that in Samach Gimel. And so if you hold it, you can't do that, so then obviously this case is not going to work. So 
why would why would our mission only work according to one case? That doesn't make any sense. When you look at some of Gimel, you see that a woman can't send a shliach lekabel gita. Me shliach bala, right? You can't send shliach to receive from the shliach of the husband. So how is he going to understand our gemar, our, our mishnah, if if you can't do that? So says the gemara. Time am I? Well, maybe you'll suggest that the person. The, the shita that says that a, shli, a woman can't uh, appoint a shliach to receive a get from her husband shliach, maybe that we, we already said what the reason was. I'm going to get to the question of whether it works the other way too. Most Rishonim say that it's not a double standard, but over here it sounds like it's a bizarre in the Baal. In other words, the Baal is sending a shliach to send a get. The woman it has to have the decency to receive it in hand. She can't just say, you know what, I'm staying home also. We'll see. It's, there's, it may work in the other way also, but the point is that the, that's the reason. Well, if that's the reason, here the husband is not Machmed at all. In other words, he doesn't mind if she sends a shleach, he just wants to get to go through. So therefore, if that's the case, maybe that's what they'll say, that even if you hold it, typically a woman cannot make a shleach to receive the Baal from her husband's shleach who's sending the get, that's only because that's a bizarre to the Baal. But here, the Baal wants it to happen, and therefore maybe it would work. Says the Gemara, honey, the the Baal. Yeah, that's just one of the reasons why we say that it doesn't work. As we already said, that there's this concept, right, where it looks like you're, the husband is putting the, the get in the chatzar of his friend. And we know that that could be problematic because then it's not, he's not putting it biyada. And there is a confusion that can happen where we think the woman is acquiring it, but she's really not. So if that's the issue with a shliach, we've seen doing from a shliach, then this is not a problem. Because in other words, then the husband not being makbed, it doesn't help. There's another internal issue and therefore maybe it shouldn't work. So now the Gemara is going to finally give the fifth and the sixth suggestion as to what is the case where a woman is a shliach and these are the ones that are going to stick. Number one. That you can become your shliach until you get to Make another shliach lahalacha. Ah, the workaround, Andrew. She makes a, not a shliach lahalacha, but a shliach lahalacha. And then once there's an inter, in, intervening shliach lahalacha, she can then say her task as a shliach lahalacha is done. She turns around then and receives it from the second shliach lalacha. Ah, what a chap. Another possibility. Be your own shliach lalacha until you get there. It's a When you get there, it's a Go to the bezdin. And then what's going to happen? Now it's in the possession of the bezdin. And then in and the bezin is going to make a shliach to deliver it to you. Similar idea, except for here, there's a bezin who's appointing the next shliach, and then you're going to receive it. Again, we finished the second parak, and now we begin the third parak in Masechus Gidon at the auspicious time of 613 a.m. Says the Getting into the issue of lishma. If it's not written lishma, then we've already said many times that it's puzzle. Well, because of la lishma. But the question is, what does lishma look like? Says the Gemara, Haya over, for example, Haya over, Bishuk, Vashama, Kol, Sofer, Makrin, Ish, Plani, Megarish, Plani, Makrin, Plani. So, Jack is walking through the streets, and he hears somebody, right, he hears the scribe saying, oh, they're practicing, or we'll see. They're, they're saying, Jack is going to be, uh, Jack from New York, as in Megarish, right, Susan from Costa Rica. Okay, he says, I can't believe this. This is a sign, because I'm Jack, and I'm from New York, and my wife Susan's from Costa Rica. Uh, I can't believe it. Can I have that, please? You guys, you guys are 
read my mind. No, you can't do that because at the time that they wrote this get, they didn't have them specifically in mind. So that's not lishma. Yosar mikan, and the Gemara is going to ask, why is this more over? Uh, but, and we'll see. Kos of So let's say, yeah, he commissioned a get. Okay, v'nimlach, but then he changed his mind. Metzoa ben ira v'amar lo. So then another guy comes and says, "Shmika shemcha v'shem v'shtika shem v'shtacha." Right? They, they go. Jack and, and Susan go to the therapist, the couples therapy, and it happens to be that the therapist's name is Susan, and her, or, or the therapist's name is Jack, and he also has a wife, Susan, and he says, uh, and and he works out their domestic issues, but he's like, you know what? Can I see that get? I, I could use that for my wife, Susan. That get was written for the original Jack and Susan, the patients, not for the therapist who wants to use it for his own divorce. So that's not Lishma. Jack has two wives named Susan. He initially got sick of Susan, so he wrote the get with her in mind. But then they kind of made up, and now he wants to get rid of the other Susan. So you can't do that. You have to do it for the woman that you wrote it for. Yosemikan, Amr Lavler, if he had two wives with the same names, and he said to the guy, you know what? I know I'm getting rid of one of them. I'm not sure which one. You know what? Uh, you decide. I'll, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you uh, decide who you write it for. Puzzle the garish, but that's not going to work. Okay, says the Gemara. Puzzle the garish is used of a nimlach. But Elorashi b'mai. Wait a minute. He changed his mind. Can it be used for, by, by by a person with the same name? Right. So he says. Right. The first case talks about when he heard the the scribes. The second case talks about when the therapist uh, saw that it's the same name. So the question is, does the first one? What would be the first case? In other words, he's hearing the scribes. So. Is there a difference between the first and the second case? Amar of Papa? Yes, there is a difference. The first case is Besof from Masu and Leislavid Askinon. They're literally just practicing right in Gittin, right? It wasn't commissioned by anyone. So that's the Chiddush. So Amar Vashi, De Kanami. And that is actually Meduik because it says, Diktari, Sofer Makrin. Veloktani, Sofer Korin. It says that they're reading it. They're not, they're not, um, right? Uh, they're reading it to themselves, right? It doesn't say that they're reading it to themselves. They're, they're dictating it to each other, which is to say that they're practicing. Shmamina. So we see that that's the case. So therefore, my yesermikan. So that's the chiddush. The chiddush is each one of these cases is a bigger chiddush than the next. That it's not lishma. Why? Because tanu devi lishma. So the first one is just scribes practicing writing git. That's not l'shem gershin at all. So the Yisrael Mikan of the second case is Afzashinich L'Shem Gerishin Puzzle, right? The guys that had a real get that was written L'Shem Gerishin. Yeah, but it wasn't for the therapist's uh, bad marriage. It was for the patient. So it's a Chiddush because it was written, in fact, L'Shem Gerishin, but not for the same person, and therefore it's not Lishma. And then, Then the next case is where it was the Gerishin of the husband, but not the right woman. So it was... In fact, L'shem Gershon and L'shem Gershon for this husband. But it's a bigger Chiddush that it's not Lishma because it's not for the Gershon of the woman. And then, But here, the last case is that, it's, that the, he said, write it for one of the two women. So the actual Sofer really did write it for the woman. Yeah, but the husband didn't have that intention, right? So that is the ultimate chiddush of lishma, that, if the, that everything has to line up. Like the husband has to cognitively decide which woman is getting this get, and the sofer has to know who he's writing it for. It has to be clear. That's what lishma means. 
The Gemara asks, my time, why all this lishma? Says the Gemara, eat kasa v'nasan sefer kreisus biyada hava mina l'mutahech kama. If it were just said v'nasan sefer kreisus biyada, then we would say, no, it's that it's fine, right? That would only be the first get in the Mishnah that wouldn't be good because that's again the law of Shem Krisus. However, but if a man says to divorce his wife and change his mind, the fact that it was written for as the actual get for Krisus and not just for practice, that would have been Kasher. However, it says Vachasav. So it has to be the husband that commissions it. And all it says, then maybe we're only excluding where he's writing it for her. Again, if it just said v'chasiv, but kasiv v'chaman Allah lishma the seif alamali. Okay, so we see that it has to be kasiv la, which means that he's written writing lishma. So why is the mishnah? Why is the seifa necessary to, to read? We already learned that the get has to be specifically both the man and the woman. Says the gemara hakamashmalan the ain breira the nuclear lumdas concept that you can't retroactively clarify which woman it was for. It has to be clear in the outset. Right, and that is what informs all four halachas of our mission. So we're on the two dots towards the bottom of Chavdalat and Beis, and it's talking about Kasev Lagarsh Lagadola Lagarshba Taktana Taktana Dulamatsi Megarshba Hagadola Matsi Megarshba. It sounds like you can, if you wrote it for the Gadola, you can't be Megarshla. I'm a Rabbah that's married. Shnei Yosef Ben Shimon Adar Miyerechas Mitzin Shtachov Alacherim. Rabbah wants to say that that, in fact, is reflection of it's going to. Um, that's going to determine something that we saw in Baba Basra that we Bezrat Hashem will see in Baba Basra Kuf Ayinam at Beis. But in the meantime, we'll stop here. Fourteen lines up from the bottom of Chav Dalim at Aleph, Chav Dalim at Beis. Rather, Baruch Hashem. Everybody have a good Shabbos.